0: Welcome to Doing Good Business, the podcast where personal and professional development meet. I'm Laura Heacock, a leadership coach and talent acquisition consultant, and I'm joined every week by my co-host Kelly Stewart of The Positive Business, training you to bring positive business practices into any company. Doing Good Business is the podcast that teaches you that doing good business is not only possible, it's profitable. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Doing Good Business. We are super excited today. Kelly and I have an amazing guest. As you know, on our Earlier September episode, Kelly and I were talking about happiness and what does it have to do with work, and we have probably the best guest I could have thought of, and Kelly actually gets all the credit for this one, but I want to welcome Blake Harris, and when I tell you Blake's title, you'll understand why we paired him with our happiness episode. Blake is from Zoom, uh, Zoom video conferencing, and Blake is a Zoom sales recruiter and the 2019 Happy Crew President. So it doesn't get much cooler than that. Blake, welcome, thank you so much. What is it that you would like to share about yourself with our audience?
1: Well, thank you both for having me today. I'm really excited to be here. Um, yeah, as you said, my title is the happy crew president at Zoom. Um, I'm sure we'll get in more today about what that means, but definitely um, really happy to be here. I, I am married. I have a wife, Abby, and two amazing dogs. They're Alaskan Malamuse. I have a seven-month-old and a year-and-a-half-old. Um, they play constantly. I heard this is a dog-friendly mm-hmm. podcast, so I had to shout them out here. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, yeah,
1: again, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to talk with you guys.
0: Yeah, we've we had all kinds of pets coming into here. our podcast. Yeah, Kelly mm-hmm. has dogs. I have cats. So we just welcome the creatures. And there's a cat sitting next to me. And if we hear a dog, then all the better. It's all, everybody's welcome.
1: <laughs> awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I'll kick us off, Blake, if you don't mind. I'm, I'm really curious about, you know, tell us about, like, what is the Happiness Crew? How do you get to be the Happiness Crew leader, the Happiness Crew president? How does that get to be your job?
1: Yeah, you know, it's kind of a funny story how it all happened. And um, I'm sure you've probably heard this before, but it kind of just happened. It wasn't really planned. (laughs) Uh, But let me start by telling you a little bit about the Happy Crew. So the Happy Crew is the vision of our CEO, uh, an an amazing leader of Zoom Video Communications. His name is Eric Yuan. Um, He has a Slogan at Zoom, our mantra is delivering happiness. And that only, uh, most people would think that means to our customers, right? Well, Eric's vision has always been that delivering happiness should not only be to our customers externally, but also to our employees internally, to our community, to ourselves, you know, to, to really every area of your life. And so, you know, Eric had kind of come up with this idea for this team um, that would facilitate the company culture all across the world. We have offices all around the world. Um, I think almost. Almost Twelve or thirteen offices now around the world, and um, you know, to, to keep two thousand employees happy in every single way is really difficult. Um, so, having a team of people, I think we have over a hundred and forty employees that volunteer on this team um, outside of their full-time jobs. This is something we do as a volunteer activity. Um, a lot of times, nights, weekends, lunch breaks, uh, anything we can do to try to plan stuff to keep our employees happy, and that could be anything from events to recognizing and celebrating diversity. Uh, to doing uh, recognition for babies and and marriages and um, promotions and birthdays and anniversaries, all that fun stuff. And then we also have um, an amazing community team on the Happy Crew that does all of our community service and blood drives and donations and sponsorships, all that fun stuff. So the Happy Crew has kind of become a very robust team over the last three, four, five years. But um, you know, it's it's still changing every single day. We're launching new initiatives and planning new events. And so it's it's been a lot of fun. Uh, but to answer the second part of your question, how I became the president, uh, we actually had an individual the past several years who's been running the entire happy crew by themselves. And they did an absolutely incredible job. They created this program from the ground up on Eric's vision and did amazing while we were scaling the company from 200 to 2000 employees over the last six years. And uh, the reality is it just got to be too much for one person, right? So this year Mm -hmm. that person decided to put a little bit more focus back in their actual full-time job that they're getting paid to do. Uh, They're in a very demanding part of our company. And um, so those of us that had kind of been working under that individual decided, let's step up, let's fill these shoes. Um, But again, it can't be a full-time position at Zoom. It's not a paid role. So we need, we need a team, right? So we decided nine of us kind of got together and we created the happy crew committee. Um, so we've got the president, the vice president, the secretary, treasurer. We've got all the roles that you would expect at a normal uh, committee running a team. And uh, I was voted as the president this year, I guess. Um, I don't know if I drew the short straw or what the deal was, but honestly, it was absolutely a, an honor to receive the recommendation for this. And it has been so fun. Um, this is our first year being broken into a committee like this. We have leads in each office and, and five different teams within each office that fall into those categories I mentioned earlier. So it's become a very structured and the biggest thing, a very scalable program going forward, which was what we were trying to accomplish.
0: Yeah. And I feel like Blake is speaking Kelly's language (laughs) with structure (laughs) and measurable. Kelly, I'll just tee it over to you. (laughs) Oh, great. Thank you very much. So um, there was so much in that, Blake, that was wonderful. Um, I love the idea that it was the vision from the beginning. Um, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, that's just fabulous and should be commended right there. And I don't, I don't want to, you know, um, lose sight of that in this conversation. So I think that's wonderful. Can you tell us um, then what were some of the lessons learned, right? Because Laura and I talk a lot on the podcast about, you know, it's about progress, not perfection. And that's Mm -hmm. actually her thing, but I I use it all the time because we're almost one person now. And so, um, you know, what were some of the lessons that you learned on as this program progressed? That, you know, things that our, our audience could really kind of take away from you and be like, oh, okay, like <laughs> there's something we either <laughs> want to do because it was a great lesson learned or something we, we can benefit from maybe um, some angst that you might have experienced along the way? Sure. Sure. Well, you know, I think
1: first and foremost, the, the topic, obviously, of this conversation is happiness. And I think it's really important for businesses to understand that while you should always have the mantra of wanting to make as many people happy as possible, the reality is you're never going to make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I personally believe that happiness is a choice. You know, I think that when you wake up each day, you have the opportunity to choose how you're going to feel, um, you know, and, and obviously the circumstances of the environment have, have a huge impact on which is what the Happy Crew is all about, making sure that environment is cultivated and ready to go. Um, but I, I think ultimately it is up to the individuals to want to receive that environment as well. So that, that I think is a huge factor. As far as advice, I think that we personally have always used the expression of failing forward. You know, we have messed up plenty of times. We've, we've thrown events that have flopped. We've um, sent out emails that have ruffled some feathers um, when it comes to different topics or diversity or whatever the case may be. And uh, again, you can't make everyone happy. Um, We've messed things up, but we fail forward. We've learned from our mistakes and we are better the next time around. You know, uh, I'd like to call out two of our biggest events that we do at zoom each year are our bring your kids to work day and our bring your parents. Parents to work day. Those are two of the largest and most difficult events to execute uh, from a corporate level with over 2,000 employees. That's a lot of people to facilitate an event for. Not only when you're bringing two parents or multiple children into the office, you're doubling, tripling your footprint in your, in your workspace. It's a lot to handle. And we've learned a lot of lessons in those times. So we actually just completed our second bring your kids. I'm sorry, not our second, the second one since I've been on the happy crew, uh, but we just completed a bring your kids to work day uh, last week. And I posted a video on my LinkedIn uh, of us doing a zoom call with, um, about 40 or 50 of the uh, of the children from Bring Your Kids to Work Day, and it was just hysterical. Everyone had so much fun. It was amazing. So lesson learned there was, you know, even though sometimes things don't go as perfect as you'd hope, at the end of the day, they get to be there, and they enjoyed themselves, and we delivered happiness to, to the children in that day, which was what was the goal, so. That's I love awesome.
0: that. Right. I also love that there's Bring Your Parents to Work Day, too, because <laughs> yes, as a... Person that doesn't have children, my cats don't usually count for things like that. Like, my parents would totally love to go into any place and do something. I think that's super, super cool. That's really a different flavor of that kind of event than I've ever heard.
1: It's a fun one, and I can certainly go into more detail if you guys want, but I, I love that event. My parents love that event. It's a great one for sure, so.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and tell us about I it, because we talk so a lot about, you know, being creative. You know, I think that sometimes business leaders who yeah. are maybe in established companies, right, they get caught up in the ho-hum, you know, <laughs> they, the, well, that's the way we've always done it. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people miss the opportunity that you can really shape this into what yep. you want it to be, into what works perfectly in your organization. So, yeah, tell us more about that program because I can't even imagine. I'm I'm thumbing through some places that I know, and I couldn't even imagine suggesting this to them. They'd be like, what? Why would you do that? So tell us about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, well, my perspective is that – I think that you have employees in your company that have a lot of talents, you know, and those talents may not be, in my case, just doing interviews and hiring great people for the company. I may be really good at planning events, or I may be really good at um, at making people feel special through handwritten notes, or through, I may be really good at filming videos or taking pictures, and, and letting me use my creative talents outside of my job, it gives me a more sense of accomplishment, Uh, you know, even more so than just filling the recs that I'm trying to fill on a weekly basis. And so that was what was really special for me as an employee of Zoom. And um, when I came in finding out about this happy crew and having the opportunity to join the happy crew as a volunteer in the beginning, um, that gave me so much sense of accomplishment. So, you know, from a business leader's perspective, you just have to ask yourself, what, what are you trying to accomplish? What's your end goal? And, you know, in, in, In our case at Zoom, it was delivering happiness. It was very cut and dry because our CEO had always said that. It's posted on our walls when you walk in the front door of our offices. Our core values are right there, you know, and so we know what we're trying to accomplish. So I think, I guess that would be the biggest thing for me is utilizing the talent that we already had inside. And then you have to look at it from an investment standpoint as well. So I'm a numbers guy. Um, I'm also a sales recruiter. So I'm all about like making sure you get the right talent in the door. And I know how much it costs to hire a good employee. And let's say it costs for easy math, two grand to hire an employee between interview time, background check, et cetera if let's say I spend $400 a year keeping an employee happy by doing events like bring your kids or bring your parents to work day, putting a budget together to run a happy crew is not cheap. I'm not, I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. It costs a lot of money. Um, but let's say we do $400 a year per employee, which we are probably fairly close to that at zoom. Um, is that a good return on your investment? You know, is it easier to just spend right. that $400 to keep that employee happy and to allow them to use their talents like we talked about? Or is it better to go find new talent that you have to retrain, they have to remold to your company culture and that you have to, you know, completely start over every single year because people are leaving to go somewhere better you know so that's kind of from my perspective as the president of happy crew i'm always looking at that are we retaining the best top talent and the the talent that we're bringing in are we engaging them are we allowing them to use those skills that they have that's that's kind of what i'm looking at you know
0: right so i was in talent acquisition and recruiting for 14 years blake so (laughs) shout out from former recruiter to current recruiter (laughs) and yeah like kelly and i talk about you know, retention and things like that a lot. And, you know, the measurables and getting into it. And and again, I I can't see Kelly, but I would bet that her little eyes are just
1: kind of glimmering (laughs) right
0: now because, you know, the quantifying of things like that, but you're right. Like it costs, I mean, I've seen figures that say it costs as much as 50% of someone's salary to replace them when they leave. So when you think about doing an investment of a few hundred dollars, you know, what comes out to be a few hundred dollars per person to have something like the happy crew, um yep. i it just it makes financial sense and you know one of the things that we say all the time is that we want to show people that doing good business and doing things like this is not only possible it's profitable like it is a big profit margin to retain yep. somebody than it is to replace them
1: well, let's talk about a couple other little things here, too. Like, not only yeah. are you using it for employee engagement, it's also fantastic advertising. Having these mm-hmm. pictures and videos from these events that we're doing, I don't have to go spend tons of money with staffing agencies or, or um, yeah. running ads on Glassdoor because my culture speaks for itself. Like, people are seeing the fun we're having in the Glassdoor reviews. If you go look at Zoom's Glassdoor ratings, they're through the roof. And that's not because we're doing anything to earn that other than the, the programs we have in place. And then the other factor of it is um, you're also we have a community team within the Happy Crew. So we're doing our community service and we're looking good from a from our to our neighbors and to our communities. So when we do events Mm -hmm. like a blood drive or like an open house or anything like that, we're engaging those those friends, family and community members uh, with our company, which, again, just lasting impressions on your business name. How valuable is that lasting impression? Is there a dollar amount you can truly put to that Um, at Zoom? We don't think so.
0: Right. I love that. I think that's awesome. I was going to say, I'm going to kind of take us down a few levels again, like all of the talk. And I, I think that the, you're exactly right. Like if you have that kind of visible culture and you have that kind of, you know, it is marketing in a way, but it's not, you know, it's not coming from like a marketing committee didn't sit down and say, let's have a happy, like it just becomes something. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. It's authentic. (laughs) So one of the things that, um, that I believe in the work that I do now is you know, most of my work is with leaders and, and in the corporate space, and really helping folks either you know bring kindness into business or helping leaders kind of overcome that burnout that we can see so much in corporate America. And one of the biggest practices, if you're going to have a company that focuses on X, whatever X is in this case, it's happiness, you have to give that to yourself. So, what are some of the ways that Blake, you as, as a leader, as a person in this company, how do you actually? what is your practice to keep yourself happy so that you can then go and do this job as the happiness crew president?
1: Great question. Um, you know, I, I again, kind of think it leads back to what we talked about just a little bit ago about it's a choice every day I wake up and I'm excited to go to work because I love what I do. I love the people I work with. I love the company I work for. Um, and there's, there's good days and bad days. Everywhere you go, you have good days and bad days, but I choose to look at the good. And I know that um, delivering happiness to our customers is, is a goal and delivering happiness to our employees is a goal. And so um, when I wake up every day, I honestly, as bad as it sounds, I don't really think about it because it's just, it's a preset for me. It's a mental preset mm. that I go in knowing this is who I am. I have that title on my LinkedIn. And if someone sees me with a frown on my face or upset or anything like that, (laughs) like that's not a very good reflection on my program or our company. Right. Mm. Um, So I think that's, I don't know. That's a tough question. That's a really good one for sure. But I will say, I really firmly believe it starts from the top down. You know, if you ever see any interviews or anything like that from our CEO, There's a lot of energy. There's a lot of happiness. There's, you know, there's, it's, it's reflected throughout the entire organization top to bottom. So if you want your employees to be happy, I think that you have to start by being happy yourself and whatever it takes to accomplish that, that, you know, sometimes you have to step back and and figure out what that is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's different for everyone. And, you know, one of the things that we talk about all the time is, you know, Happy doesn't mean, you know, you fake a smile when you don't feel like happiness is, you know, to use Kelly's word that was so appropriate a minute ago, it's authentic, you know, it has to be yeah. your own personal practice. And and sometimes, you know, to get back to happy, it means you have to go through the other side of the coin. I don't think any of us would profess that, you know, you just kind of slap a fake smile on and pretend you're happy. And, you know, sometimes you have to do the job, but really you have to be able to figure out what is it that is going to bolster me at a time when maybe I'm not feeling my happiness and you have to know that for yourself so that you can be able to lead and and deliver on your role.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You definitely don't want to burn yourself out by faking it because um, that won't last forever.
0: (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then you've got bigger problems. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Laura and I were talking last week around this. There was some research that came out of um, Berkeley, the researchers between behind the science of happiness. I don't know if you're familiar with that or not. Um, but they were talking about this idea of resilience. Well, their acronym for the four pillars around happiness at work is purpose, you know, which you've you talked about engagement and keeping mm-hmm. people connected across all of your locations, resilience and kindness. And of course, kindness is is Laura's um, area of expertise. But we know that's contagious. And I think when I hear take your parents to work day. I'm hearing kindness built into that idea, right? I'm hearing somebody who's really being thoughtful and saying, hey, why don't we do this one also, right? Um, But this notion of resilience is what I hear um, coming through in what you were just saying, too, because that's to echo both of you, right, the expectation is that not every day is sunshine and daffodils, right? Life just doesn't Mm -hmm. work that way. But I do feel that happiness and resilience go kind of hand in hand, right? And do you feel that that's, you know, that one might feed the other at Zoom because you have this intentional focus on happiness? I
1: absolutely do. You know, I have never heard of that, those pillars before, but it's amazing to see that we are, are almost perfectly aligned with that just in our, our day-to-day, um, which shows that it's true across the board, whether you, you've watched that study or not, it works. And that's, that's amazing. Yes, I think mm-hmm. they absolutely are hand in hand.
0: Right. And I have to say full disclosure, this is Kelly, you know, I'm, I'm a, a happy Zoom user and <laughs> I have to say that what I see too is I can now understand how your, your culture, again, this intentional focus on happiness plus all of the other things must also then lead into the development of new products and services that are truly helpful to others. I, am from the time I first used it, I was like, what, this is awesome. (laughs) Right. My (laughs) life was so happy. Literally. I was like, this is an easy, (laughs) wonderful tool to use. So, you know, I think for, business leaders who think that this is in some way separate from the larger picture, right? The the work we'll call it. Um it's not. It's really not. Yeah, I agree.
1: I agree. I think if our CEO ever hears this, he's gonna be really happy to hear that you're happy.
0: <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> Job done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it 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 really comes through and that's what we like to see because that's our you know, just as I feel that that the happiness and the resilience that kind of go together. Lauren, and I feel that the authenticity and transparency go together. So I'm really happy that you're talking about it, right? That, you know, you're not just keeping the light on inside the basket because this is really inspiring for other organizations um, to really understand what you're doing it, why you're doing it, and the good things that come from it.
1: Isn't it crazy how it kind of bleeds over into every area? You know, you mentioned having mm-hmm. noticed it simple, sim, as simple as the the user friendliness of the product that you you felt joy from. That it's mm-hmm. crazy that it's bleeding over to that, but also internally, externally, and even in, like we talked about our community, our families. It bleeds into every area, uh, which is so awesome. So I'm I'm so happy. It's great. That's great. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I feel what like a song. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're happy and you know a collaborator, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I promise we will never sing on this podcast. Nobody is oh, going to, nobody wants that. Never sing, never. But so I'm curious just to kind of like round it out. What are some of the ways that you know that this program works? I mean, obviously, you have your, you know, the role that they pay you to do as a recruiter for sales folks at Zoom, but you also have this really important role in the committee and it's national and it keeps everybody kind of engaged and, um, you know, connected, I would say, as a part of a a national organization. I mean, I've been part of international organizations, and happy and connected would be the last two words I would use to describe that experience, so I know how important that is and how that plays into retention and and meaning and, and happiness. So what are some of the ways that you know that this program is working? Like, what do you observe in the organization that lets you see, like, wow, I'm a part of this, and it's, you know, it's great that our organization actually prioritizes something like this?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I think being a global company like we are, I I would be remiss if I didn't tell you that there is definitely some hiccups, you know, I think we have to be realistic here and um, mm-hmm. working with the Tokyo office from Kansas city or from San Jose is not always easy because there it's night when it's day and vice versa. Yeah. So it's yeah. tricky. Don't get me wrong, but we have figured out a system that works for us. We have, nice. uh, you know, one of the neat things is we have an office in London. And so we've kind of found a point person in London that relays the things that need to get to Tokyo for us because of time zones you know so it's utilizing our resources to help convey those the messages or the the details of events and then obviously we are a proud user of our own product. Zoom is an amazing platform. Hmm. I have to shout out the, pro- the platform. Um, we record all of our meetings that we do via video and we post those right. links out for the rest of the team to be able to watch those in, in a rear and see what they missed, you know, and that is huge being able to go back and rewatch. Right. So that is a big factor for us as well. Um, I, I think those are probably the biggest challenges we've had, but as far as what I think proves that it's been going well, um, you know, I think it speaks, our glass door speaks pretty well for itself if you go out and read the employee reviews you know we we hosted like I said bring your kids to work day event and you see the faces of the children the day the next day we actually put out a post-event survey to our company the day after our event to ask all the parents what did you think of the event what did your kids think of the event on a scale of one to five you know let's get some feedback because we always want to be better we always want to do better next time we talked about that earlier and so um anxiously awaiting to see that feedback but so far it's just been rave reviews I mean you just don't get that at a lot of companies anymore you don't get that Mm -hmm. opportunity to really you go in you clock in you work your 40 and you come you come home and your family is separate at zoom it's all together our family and our job and our community it's all one and so i think that that is a big success for us and that's a big um we'll call that a um I'm trying to think of the word I want to say. It's like it's like a big um, alarm going off that everything is going right when you see joy in all these areas. You know, we talked about that. So I I definitely can describe Mm -hmm. it. Validation. That's what I was wanting to say. So I, yeah, I, I'm really excited. I think there's a lot of big things coming, but we are actively working every day to make it better. I'll say that for sure.
0: Well, Blake Harris, thank you so much. Any final things that you are excited about for yourself or for the company that you want to share and and have folks be on the lookout for sort of as the, I can't believe I'm saying this, but as the last quarter of 2019, as we wind down 2019, the last few months of the year, anything you're excited about or want folks to be on the lookout for?
1: (sighs) Good question. I think uh, you know. I think Zoom. One of the biggest things that I'm going to be working on uh, going forward is we're really working on branding our program. So the Happy Crew is kind of starting to get a lot of recognition as Zoom. You guys may have seen Zoom went public this year. It's doing really well as a company, which is amazing. But um, you know, the the Happy Crew itself is starting to get a lot of recognition. So we actually sat down with some of the executives last quarter and had a meeting and talked about really branding this program. And we created a logo for it, and now every event. Uh, calendar invite and every message that goes out and every email that goes out brought to you by the happy crew, you know, so everything is really getting that happy crew branding now. So I think as that continues to grow, that's going to be amazing. So who knows, maybe in the near future we'll have some social media channels and things like that, that people can plug into and see what's going on, on the happy crew. Uh, Because, you know, I think you guys are bringing a really good, um, area of business to light that really needs focused. And so having some pioneers in that space, I think are really going to be special, especially as we, um, the reality is we're really getting into that Gen Y and millennial generation coming into the workforce and, and, um, and demanding that, that really exciting and energetic and different environment than we've had in the past. And so that's what the happy crew is trying to tailor and work towards. And so I think maybe we'll start working on our branding a little bit and see if we can get some more stuff out
0: there for everyone. That's awesome. Love it. With my marketing hat on, love it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. And Blake, thank you for everything that you shared with our listeners. And we'll be sure to keep our eyes on social media for the happy crew. And, you know, definitely we'll uh, we'll be sharing this out. And when that social media goes live, let us know and we'll be uh, happy to join in being a part of getting the word out there.
1: Thank you so much. Really appreciate the time today
0: so much for listening to this episode of Doing Good Business, designed to bring out the best in you and your company. We welcome your reviews and ratings and would love to hear from you. Send your comments, suggestions, and questions through our online form at doinggoodbusiness.com. Stay in touch with us on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. The Doing Good Business Podcast is brought to you by Laura Heacock of Laura Heacock Consulting for all of your coaching and talent acquisition needs. And Kelly Stewart of The Positive Business, helping you incorporate the social business paradigm into your company. Learn more about us and our respective services at the Doing Good Business website. Thanks again for listening and remember to expect good things from everything you do.